welcome to the Jewish Road Podcast. My name is Matt, and I'm here with the great comedian. Woo, got a lot to live up to. Uh, actually, he canceled, but I'll take you. Thanks okay. for showing up here. Uh, we are here. Uh, oh, that's, that's a funny one. That's pretty good. We'll take it. Um, welcome to uh, a little bit of what we call a fun episode. Uh, we always have a little bit of fun, but Need this to have one, a little laughter in life. Just a little bit. You know why? Times are tough. Times are tough, things are not easy, and so what we like to do is have a little bit of humor. We need to laugh in these times especially. So, uh, as you've heard uh, throughout the entire podcast, we this is our check. It's a gut check for us to be able to say we're not going to take ourselves too seriously. It relieves us of the, uh, boy, we really got to get that cough button thing working. Oh, is this it? Well, it is, but it's not plugged in. It doesn't work. Oh. We tried it. <clears throat> well, thanks. Thanks for coughing really yeah. loud. That that is the problem with you having a headset microphone on. You used to like throw your head on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> We'd have to mute it all, but now it's just it, it's all there. Okay. What? Well, yeah. Thank you for covering it. Did you want to say something? What do I want? Oh, uh, you, you interrupted well, me. Yeah, I was. I, I was going to say something, and, and then you interrupted my interruption. <laughs> so I forgot what I was going That's to say. Uh, oh, we, we 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 like to have times of being funny, but we don't want to be not serious with the scripture. So we separate it. We have a funny time. We call it back to the cat skills. But when we get into the word, that's more serious. There you go. So this episode is dedicated to bringing <clears throat> some of. <clears throat> You, you got to stop the coughing. Okay. People are going to go nuts here. All right. Oh, now he gets the water. We can hear all of this, too. <laughs> it's all magnified because it's right there. And should we just delete the whole episode? I don't know. <clears throat> okay. Are you got quite... your work cut out for you, Noah. Yeah. No, I don't think there's anything you can do with this. I no. think we're just going to have to deal with it. Yeah. People are going to stop okay. listening. All right. Well, we're going to give you some of the best moments that we thought. Now, we think they're all great, but that's why we have a third party that edits this whole thing. Uh, he'll give you some of uh, our favorite moments of our back to the cat skills moments and jokes. But here, here's one thing I'm going to tell you um, is we want to hear from you. Do you, do you think you're funny? Do you yeah. have some jokes? Now, we love Jewish humor in particular, but if you have one of those, like, there's a priest, uh, a rabbi, they walk into a bar and, you know, they say, oh, it's something better than that. But we're going to give you an opportunity to share your favorite joke, and we might use that for season three. Uh-huh. And where do you go to get that? You can go to, guess what? We got this domain name. I'm really excited about it. Backtothecatskills.com. Yeah. So if you go to backtothecatskills.com, or if you forget that, just go to thejewishroad.com, scroll all the way to the bottom, and you'll see the link for Back to the Cat Skills, and you can go on there, and we'll put some of our favorite jokes on there, we'll put some best of moments on there, um, we have some ideas and things we're going to be developing, but it'll be real simple for now, you can submit your favorite joke, and uh, maybe we'll do it, but be appropriate, please, this is a family show. Um, but hey, uh, do, you have any, do you have any jokes just before we get kicked off in some of the best of oh. moments? Oh, so a man sees a psychiatrist who tells him, you're crazy. Yeah. The man says, I want a second opinion. All right. The shrink says, okay, I think you're ugly too. <laughs> That's good. I like that. That's like good. That. that works. How about this? I just got back from a pleasure trip. I took my mother-in-law to the airport. <laughs> I heard one. Do uh, you know what mixed, mixed feelings, mixed emotions are? No. Mixed emotions is when you see your brand new Cadillac driving off the cliff but your mother-in-law is inside of it. That's mixed emotions. That's mixed emotions. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but you know, can I just say because I know that that my mother-in-law is an avid listener to the podcast. Oh. And I don't think any of those mother-in-law jokes are funny. Yeah. They're, they're not funny at all. I I think you can love your mother-in-law 
Mother-in-laws are the salt of the earth. They are the most wonderful humans on the face of the planet. Carol, oh I love you. You're great. Uh, I'm going to bring some food by pretty soon. We're going to hang out and have some wine. Oh, and not that Manischewitz stuff. Just All right, did you have another one? How about this? This, this morning, the doorbell rang. Yeah. I said, who is it? The yeah. voice said, it's the Boston Strangler. <laughs> I turned to my wife and said, it's for you, dear. <laughs> How about this? Have you ever called a Jewish mother, speaking of mother-in-laws, a Jewish mother's answering machine? If you ever call a Jewish mother, this is what the answering, do you, you know what an answering machine is, yeah. but you know some yeah. of our younger audience, they might not. But this is what it would say. For Kugel, press one. For Knishes, press two. For some chicken soup. Press three. For matzo balls in the soup, press four. And if you're calling to ask how I'm feeling, you have the wrong number because no one ever asks how I'm feeling. <laughs> no, really, I'm fine. That's beep. Beep, beep. <laughs> how about this? Right. The waiter finally comes up to this fetching old women at the table and says, Hello again, ladies. Is anything all right? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, nothing is ever, man, if, yeah. if you've gone to a restaurant with a, a Jewish uh, listen, family. I, I remember years ago, I went to a, uh, it, it was a presentation in Hollywood uh, with Maury Amsterdam and all of these old timers called Back to the Catskills, actually. And before the show even started, someone came on the PA system and said, ladies and gentlemen, we have found in the lobby a diamond-studded bracelet, gold bracelet, very beautiful. Will everybody who lost it please come out to the lobby? <laughs> That's pretty good. I see you looking. Do you have one more before we yeah, kick it off? How about an elderly Jewish man faints, and he's rushed to the hospital. Okay. And the nurse tucks him into bed and says, Mr. Schwartzman, are you comfortable? Schwartzman replies, I make a living. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, good. Hey, uh, I think that's it for now. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to say goodbye. Thanks for listening to season two. This is some of our favorite moments from Back to the Catskills for season two. Check it out. Let me tell you, we, we have here... The first Jewish president of the United States. Oh. He's been inaugurated. All right. So we're making believe because yeah. the chances of that happen. And the first Jewish holiday that follows his inauguration is, guess what it is? Purim. Purim. All right. Perfect. So he calls up his mother to invite her to the White House because he wants his mother to be with, their, with, her, with him at the White House for Purim. Of course. And their conversation goes something like this. All right. Okay, the president says, Ma, with Purim being the first holiday after my inauguration, I want to celebrate it with us at the White House. And his mom says, oh, I don't know. Uh, I'll have to get to the airport. And, uh, you know, the president says, Ma, I'm the president of the United States. I'll send for a limo. It'll take you right to the airport. Yeah. The mom says, hurt. okay, okay. But when I get to the airport, I'll have to stand on the line to buy a ticket and check my bag. It's going to be very difficult for me. He said, Ma, don't worry about standing on lines or any of that. I'm the most powerful person in the world. I'm the president. I'll send Air Force One for you. <laughs> she says, well, okay, 
But when I get to Washington, I'll have to find the cab. Uh, she's not giving up. <laughs> Persistent little thing. The president says, Ma, please, I have a helicopter waiting for you. It will bring you right to the White House lawn. Perfect. So, and it sounds like it. Mom says, well, in typical Jewish mother fashion, yeah, but where will I stay? Can I get a hotel room? <laughs> and the president says, Ma, listen, we have this whole big White House. There will be plenty of room. Please join us for Purim. And so she finally says, okay, I'll be there. And two seconds later, she calls her friend and she says, hello, Sadie, guess what? I'm spending Purim at my son's house. And Sadie says, oh, the doctor? Yeah. And mom says, no, the other one. <laughs> this is kind of an interesting story since we're in Passover. Uh, this is a story about a little boy who came home from Hebrew school and his father asked him, what did you learn today? And he answers, well, the rabbi told us how Moses led the children of Israel out of Egypt. And the father says, yeah, how? How did he say? What did he tell you? And the boy says, well, Moses was a big, strong man, and he beat Pharaoh up. Oh. And uh, then while Pharaoh was down, he got all the people together and ran towards the sea. And when he got there at the sea, uh, he had a Army Corps of Engineers build a huge pontoon bridge. Wait, wait, I think we've diverted from the script a little bit, right? It, it, it might be, but it, this is the this is the story. This is this is what he's telling his dad. All right. So they build a big pontoon bridge. Yeah. And once they got out onto the other side, <laughs> all the Jewish people got across on the bridge. Then they blew up the bridge while the Egyptians were trying to cross. <laughs> and so uh, father looks at him and he's kind of shocked and he says, "Is that what the rabbi taught you?" And the boy says, "No." But you'd never believe the story that he did tell us. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's good. Inflict ourselves with a little Jewish humor. Oh, boy. You have a rabbi, a priest, and a Baptist minister. Uh, I mean, doesn't that? that it's already a good joke. Yeah. You know it's going to be a good <laughs> joke. Okay, rabbi, priest, and Baptist minister, they're all talking about who is the best at what they do. A little competition, right? Uh, is it the priest, is it the minister, or is it the rabbi? So they decide to separately go into the woods, and the goal is to convert a bear. Oh, my you gosh. Know, big old black okay. bear, grizzly yeah. bear, or something like that. And whoever is best at converting the bear is the one who is the best at what they do. All right? So okay. a week later, they meet up, and they ask the priest. They say, how did it go? And he says, it was fantastic. I read to him from the Bible, and Sunday morning, he was in the front row of the church. <laughs> then they said to the minister, well, how did it go for you? The minister says, fantastic. I found the bear in the woods. I gave him one of my sermons. I took him down to the lake, and I baptized him, and Sunday morning, he was in the front row of my church. Oh, boy. Not bad. <laughs> well, then they look at the rabbi. Uh. He's in a body cast from head to toe. So they said... What happened to you? He oh. goes, well, I yeah. shouldn't have started with the circumcision. Bris, I knew it. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a good one. It's a good one. Yeah, it's probably not. I mean, I remember looking at the boys, you know, eight days in, and just saying, "I'm sorry, guys. This is yeah, not not the greatest moment in the world to be Jewish." Here's, uh, here's a story about uh, a group of uh, folks 
uh, going from one place to another, doesn't matter where, on a small airplane, there are four passengers in there. There's a doctor, there's a lawyer, there's a rabbi, and there's a 12-year-old kid. And somewhere in mid-flight, the captain peeks his head back and he says, folks, we've got a mechanical problem here. I'm sorry to tell you, uh, I don't think I'm going to be able to fix it. Uh, going to have to, everybody's going to have to bail out. <laughs> uh, then hope, he says to them, hope you brought a parachute. Yeah, well, he says, there's another problem. There are only, there are four of you and there are only three parachutes. So right away, everybody starts thinking. The doctor says, hey, wait a minute. I'm too important you know, to the world, I, uh, I help people. people, I heal people, Right. Uh, I need, so he grabs a parachute and he jumps out. Oh boy. Yeah. And then the lawyer comes up and he says, listen, uh, I defend people. I'm, I'm one of the smartest men in the world. And so he jumps out. And then the rabbi says to the kid, he says, listen, he says, I've lived a long life says, uh, you're very young. You've got many years in front of you. You take the last parachute. The kid says, don't worry, Rabbi. The smartest man in the world just jumped out with my backpack. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I'll take it. You like that one? Yeah, they both lived. Poor, poor, uh, poor smartest man in the world. Yeah. Not so smart. Hey, here's a good story. It was Rabbi Goldberg's first Shabbat in his new synagogue. And wouldn't you know it, right in the middle of his first Shabbat and leading the congregation, this hot debate erupts as to whether one should stand or one should not stand during the reading of the Ten Commandments. Well, the next day, Rabbi Goldberg, he visited 98-year-old Mr. Brown in the nursing home. And Mr. Brown, he said, I'm asking you as the oldest member of the community, what is our synagogue's custom during the reading of the Ten Commandments? And Mr. Brown says, well, why, why do you ask? He says, yesterday we read the Ten Commandments. Some people stood and some people sat. The ones standing started screaming at the ones who were sitting, telling them they needed to stand up. The ones who were sitting they started screaming at the one standing, telling them to sit down. And Mr. Brown says, ha, ah, that is our custom. 